0: are having to shut down their businesses, so people are finding themselves where they were a month ago gainfully employed to where now they don't have a revenue stream. As this ripples on, this is going to only get a lot worse for not just our industry, but in, in the end it will be
1: for almost every, every industry in the United States. 350,000 workers in San Diego County alone are at risk of losing their jobs due to the impact of the coronavirus. Most of those in the service industries that don't have the option of working from home. Welcome to our ABC 10 News Coronavirus Impact Podcast. I'm Ben Higgins, and we're looking at the different ways the ongoing pandemic is having an effect on our community. In just a moment, we'll chat with the CEO of United Way San Diego. First, though, a look at some of the top coronavirus headlines for Tuesday, March 24th. Health officials are warning we haven't seen the worst of the coronavirus in San Diego yet. A patient in their 70s became the second local person to die from viral complications today. County officials also said there are two new cases diagnosed in infants. There are now 242 confirmed positive cases of COVID-19 in San Diego. President Trump set a target date of Easter, April 12th, for getting many Americans out of the house and back onto the job. Many health experts are saying that's far too early and not enough time to slow the tide of positive cases of coronavirus and flatten the curve. County officials are in agreement with those health experts.
0: Uh, The reality is at this point we still don't yet know uh, how long we will continue on a trajectory uh, or how severe the impacts will be on our health care system. And so there's nothing to indicate a change in posture uh, here in San Diego County uh, anytime in the immediate future.
1: That was County Supervisor Nathan Fletcher. The president did add that he'll only order the go-ahead to resume business as usual if medical experts say it's okay. Three sailors aboard the aircraft carrier USS Roosevelt have tested positive for the coronavirus. The San Diego-based warship was docked in Vietnam earlier this month when new cases of the virus were discovered in the country. The sailors who tested positive as well as individuals they had contact with have been quarantined. This marks the first time the coronavirus has been detected aboard a deployed warship. Local scientists continue working toward treatments or even a vaccine for the coronavirus. Joining us today is 10 News reporter Rachel Bianco, who talked to Scripps researchers at UCSD today. Now, Rachel, why are they looking for patients who may have already had and recovered from the COVID-19 virus?
2: Hi, Ben. Well, it's really interesting. San Diego researchers are looking for people who have recovered, who are willing to donate their blood so that it can be screened for antibodies. Ideally, they're hoping to find people who recovered maybe a month or two ago. They say that they need time for the antibodies to mature. Um, Dr. Dennis Burton, he's actually one of the world's leading experts on antibodies, and he's now the chair of the Department of Immunology and Microbiology at Scripps Research. Most of his career, he's been focusing on developing vaccines for HIV and other infectious diseases, but now he's really focusing on the novel coronavirus. But you can imagine one of the challenges is finding somebody who recovered a month or two ago, there are so many people who already had it and they never knew that they, they never tested positive because the testing has been so limited or their or their symptoms were so mild. He said they actually have heard from quite a few people. These were not people though who actually were diagnosed. They just think that they had it. So they are going to take their samples and, and see what they can find. But ideally, they're really getting the word out that, um, if you tested positive and you recovered for about a month or two, they would really like to hear from you.
1: Now, no one's trying to sell any false hope here. Whatever comes from this, it's not going to be an immediate cure.
2: No, not at all. They, I mean, anything like this is a long way off. He said that what happens, that there are two steps. Once they, they get the blood samples, they'll screen for the antibodies, and then they clone them, and them in test tubes and basically see how well they do against the virus and then they partner with um, a pharmaceutical company to basically produce this in larger quantities and that's a very long complicated process as you can imagine you know possibly a year to 18 months out but uh, Scripps is doing this along with uh, UCSD School of Medicine other institutes around the country are, are doing the same and uh, again, they, they said they really don't need that many people to participate, but if anybody is interested, um, they should contact the UCSD School of Medicine.
1: Well, the science goes right over my head, but it's exciting that this kind of research is, is going on right now, uh, right here in our backyard. Rachel, uh, thanks for giving us an overview of your story today. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Take care. Even closing San Diego's beaches didn't stop everyone from getting into the water and stretching on the sand today. Surfers were still spotted off the coastline, and officers were busy educating violators about the new policies to slow the spread of coronavirus. So far, cops are just giving out warnings, but the offenders could be subject to a $1,000 fine. City of Coronado is being a little more chill about the whole thing. Mayor Richard Bailey issued a statement saying the city has closed parking lots, fire rings and volleyball courts to discourage crowds. However, Bailey also says, quote, the vast majority of beachgoers are exercising social distancing while they walk and relax on the beach. We will continue to monitor the situation and make policy decisions that are in compliance with the state's orders and public's interest. People living in San Diego County won't be evicted from their homes if they can't pay rent due to the economic impact of the coronavirus. County commissioners approved a resolution calling for a moratorium on evictions through May 31st. If you do miss a payment, you'll be required to make it up to your landlord at a later time. In addition to the strain the virus is placing on all of us, many people in San Diego are facing the added stress of income insecurity due to a rapidly changing job market. And joining me today on our Coronavirus Impact Podcast is the CEO of the United Way of San Diego County, Nancy Sasaki. Nancy, I'm sure you're on the front lines of, of trying to get a lot of people help right now, so we really appreciate your time today.
0: It has been a crazy situation and definitely one that we're proud to be a part of, as well as um, proud to be a part of the partners, um, especially with San Diego Gas and Electric, and setting up the Worker Assistance Initiative.
1: Well, first of all, tell me exactly what is the San Diego Worker uh, Assistance Initiative? Kind of explain the program for me.
0: Absolutely. What we recognized was that very immediately there are many of the low wage workers who were laid off by their employers or they were had their hours cut significantly through no fault of their own. And certainly many times. And now in this situation, employers are having to shut down their businesses. So people are finding themselves where they were a month ago gainfully employed to where now they don't have a revenue stream that they can see coming in in any time in the near future. So we set up the Worker Assistance Fund in partnership with the San Diego Foundation and San Diego Gas and Electric. Because San Diego Gas and Electric put some funds into the foundation, but designated um, about 250,000 of those dollars to come to the Worker Assistance Initiative. What we found is that we now, as of 2015 today, we've had 3,032 applications in with a total request of $4.3 million. So there's a lot of need out there. People are really seeing that, um, that, you know, as we get to the end of the month, that this is really an important time for them to try to get these kinds of finances in order.
1: Nancy, if someone thinks that they might need help paying rent or paying utilities, uh, what's the way they go about asking?
0: The best way is to go online at uwsd.org slash COVID-19, no hyphen, just COVID-19. And they'll see the application there that they can complete and submit. And we will be reviewing those as they come in and as we also get funds in. What's exciting is that because of our partnership with SDG&E, we have funds in hand to begin starting paying for those um, utility bills for gas and electric, and we'll be able to process those more quickly. We are still fundraising for monies that can help with rent and mortgage.
1: I'd imagine that a lot of people, especially in a time like this, find themselves in a situation where they can't pay their bills, maybe for the first time ever. Everyone's gone through down periods. Maybe hours were reduced during a recession, but especially in the hospitality industry, maybe they had th- three jobs and now all of them are gone and they don't. They feel like that doesn't apply to me. Do you see that... Um, maybe stubbornness sometimes from people who don't want to ask for help?
0: Well, you know, I think that that is always a a factor for people even in other situations and not in a crisis situation like we find ourselves in today. However, we do want to be there for people as they recognize that this support will help them not only stay in their homes, but also not have to access the social services system and ultimately at the end of the day, um, not end up in the homeless system as well.
1: Now, who um, who exactly is eligible? What what qualifies you to um, get assistance? How do you decide between those, as you said, over three thousand applications you've received?
0: Yes, we we do have an income requirement, um, so we do based on what the people are reporting to us is that was their wages uh, prior to uh, being laid off as of March the first. Um, so we do have an income requirement, we are looking at also the family size. That would also come into a factor in terms of how much you receive. So we are trying to be measured about how we are getting funds out, but also wanting to be able to support everyone. With regard to the gas and electric bill, so far we have enough funds in to cover the request um, in total. So we we feel really good about that.
1: I know one thing about the United Way is that when you do distribute funds, you'll pay... The utilities directly. You'll pay the landlord directly. Um, obviously, you can see uh, why that is the case for some people. But um, how unique is that? And and kind of explain that to people who uh, may not understand what what that's all about.
0: It is something that United Way brings uniquely to the community in that we can pay those organizations and companies directly. Um, in essence, giving that money directly to individuals. Whereas many of the philanthropists in our community are those that are donating funds, can only give to a nonprofit organization. So we bring that specific value in that we can get these funds out directly to the organizations that are that have the bill, so that that's automatically paid.
1: Let's say uh, someone wants to reach out and donate and help, you know, send a hundred bucks uh, to the United Way to specifically help maybe people in this community. How do they go about that? And where does that $100 ultimately go? How is that money distributed?
0: Yes, definitely. Thank you. We are accepting donations into the Worker Assistance Initiative. You can go to uwsd.org slash donate COVID-19. And there you will see how you can donate and give money. Every little bit helps. As you can see, there's a great need in our community. So it's definitely anything will help and we appreciate it. And you can donate there. All of the money that we are distributing is going for supporting low-wage workers with regard to their rent and mortgage payments, as well as gas and electric and other utilities.
1: I know in um, a lot of cases when there's a natural disaster, an earthquake or a hurricane, um, people's hearts go out. They'll see stories on the news and they want to help. In this case, with the coronavirus, everyone's being impacted. Have you noticed... Uh, are people donating more? Or are they donating less because they're worried about their own circumstances? What What's kind of been the effect of the coronavirus on, on donations and, and the ability for people to help right now?
0: You know, that's something that's so awesome about the San Diego community. We are seeing donations coming in. What we've seen is that many of the donations are going to the San Diego Foundation, and the foundation is going to focus on food. So we are trying to encourage people to also give to the worker assistance initiative because this one is going for the rent and utilities and other bills that people are going to be facing. And we believe that as we get towards the end of March, we'll begin to see even greater uptick in that as people realize that they are not able to get back to work quickly enough to pay that rent or that mortgage or even their utility bills.
1: Well, it's, uh, it's certainly a crazy time. Some estimates say up to 350,000 workers could be out of a job here in San Diego. That's a lot of people who could require the assistance of the United Way. Uh, Nancy Sasaki, really appreciate you spending a few minutes with us explaining how people can either help or they can get help from the United Way during these trying times. Thank you so much. Thank you. Finally, it's my goal to wrap up our podcast with a little good news, even if it may seem hard to come by today. Today, we invite you to check out a new section on our website, 10news.com. It's called We're Open San Diego. It's a list of businesses, stores, and restaurants that are still operating in the county while maintaining social distancing and taking precautions to protect their employees and the public. It's a good way to get the word out right on our homepage, and you can help us add to the list by submitting more businesses that are still serving the community during this trying time. Each day, look to 10news.com and our social media channels for new coronavirus impact podcasts. And make sure to download the 10news app for all of today's important stories, along with reports you'll only see on 10news. As always, it's available to download for free at the App Store. That'll do it for today. I'm Ben Higgins. And remember, we're all in this together.